Hi, everybody. My name is Anne Elliott, and I'm so happy to be here with the Manuscript Academy again with a new workshop. I'm really excited about this topic. So the title is Making and Breaking Status Quo, and the subject is What is Normal and What is Not Normal? Or by the title of this prologue, Ordinary Time, Extraordinary Time. My thesis is that both of these things are necessary in a story and that they're things that you can play with. So, by way of introduction and definition, what do I consider ordinary time and what do I consider extraordinary time? So, ordinary time is when the character's expectations for life are being met. And extraordinary time is when the character's expectations are not being met. There's a res they're encountering resistance. Um, in ordinary time, characters act within their natures or what we know to be their natures. And in extraordinary time, characters get to behave in new ways. They may decide to behave in new ways, or they may be forced to behave in new ways. They may surprise themselves. Um, ordinary time is when characters continue their habits. These could be habits of behavior. These could be habits of thought. Um, and extraordinary time is when those habits get broken. In, in ordinary time, the characters, and by characters I mean people, if you're writing memoir, the character could be you. Um, in ordinary time, the characters are innocent. They have a reasonable expectation of what is coming at them. And they lose that innocence in extraordinary time. Um, in ordinary time, there's a familiar rhythm to life. Because things are as expected, there's a range of expectations, there's a familiarity to that. There could be trouble in that rhythm. There could be a lot of trouble in that rhythm. But the key is that the character has expectations. And those expectations are largely coming true. In extraordinary time, something unfamiliar is happening in the rhythm. This could even be the rhythm of the prose itself. And I'm gonna talk about that. Um, in ordinary time, it's kind of, it's static. Things are not changing. That doesn't mean that it's not alive. It just means that things are not changing. And in extraordinary time, things are changing. Dynamic. Um, I believe that ordinary time is necessary for a story. Some establishment of what the character expects to be normal is necessary. And I also believe that extraordinary time is necessary. This goes for all kinds of stories, including stories that are non-traditional in their structure. And I will be um, exploring some of those along with some very traditional stories. So some foundational questions for you to ask yourself regarding status quo. What is considered normal for this character and his or her or their world? What makes this moment different from all other moments, like the four questions in the Seder? What makes this night different from all other nights? What makes this moment worthy of a story? If you're telling a story on yourself, there has to be something out of the ordinary, or it's actually not a story. I walk my dog down the street is not a story. I walk my dog down the street, and we encountered another dog, and the two dogs looked like they were going to fight, and we had to act to break them up. That is a story. That is a story, because something uh, out of the ordinary happened. 
And then what permanent changes are taking place in this moment? Well, even if we return back to our home and, the, and return back to the harmony of the home, the dog has had an experience and I've had an experience walking down the green belt and encountering another dog. So um, the per there's a permanent change taking place even if we return to a status quo that is similar to the status quo before because we have new knowledge. Oh, this might happen. My dog might act this way. My dog might act this way. Um, and what will the new normal be? Will the new normal resemble the old normal or will it look nothing like it? So these are some foundational questions. Let's define status quo. Let's look at the uh, literal definition first. Uh, the existing state of affairs. I looked that up on some dictionary. I don't remember which one. So uh, I'm, there's no MLA citation here. I'm sorry. Um, literal definition, the existing state of affairs. Work is required to maintain it. My house isn't going to keep itself clean. Somebody's got to clean it. There might be uh, routine conflict about whose job it is to do what in cleaning the house, but work is required to maintain it. It doesn't maintain itself. And then also there are special interests invested in maintaining it. If your status quo in your story involves a power structure of some kind, those with the power are going to be invested in maintaining that power in most cases. Um, so Important things to remember when you're building status quo in your story. Your experience and my experience are not the same. Even if we're in the same place, witnessing the same thing, you have your personality and I have my personality. So it's not just linked to place, it's also linked to character. Um, and in particular, status quo is linked to roles played in a contractual relationship. For example, your role in society, your role in a friendship. You know, you'll have a friendship where one person is always calling the shots and the other person is following. That's the status quo of that friendship. In a family, you have status quo. Mom is always in charge. What happens to moms? Moms get older. Sometimes they need to have care taking, of, we need to take care of moms instead of moms taking care of us. We need to maybe even be in charge of our parents, take their keys away, whatever that is. Um, so status quo is who's in charge, uh, like in a workplace, for example. Who's the boss? Well, the status quo is I expect I'm going to go to work and my boss is going to tell me what to do and I'm going to do it. Or say you're serving the public. The status quo is we're gonna have, I'm gonna have 50 tables tonight, and uh, I know what to do with those 50 tables. And to break status quo, you just break one of those things, right? And that's what makes it feel like a story. Makes it feel like a story. Um, okay. So I think there are two levels of status quo when you make the story. The first is what's off the page. This is what you're assuming. This is what you assume your reader knows, what they believe, what their culture, the culture they're coming from. There's a lot we assume. So you have Western fiction. It's going to assume even uh, the idea of a story. What are the elements of a story? That's an assumption that's there. Whether you acknowledge it or not, it is there off the page. And then you create a status quo as well. And that's what happens on the page. And this is the world that your characters uh, are living in. The power structure, 
their routines, their relationships, the setting, the place itself, the atmosphere of that setting. And also, there's a status quo of language around all of these things, the kind of language you're using. All of these elements can be broken, or parts of them can be broken and make something start to feel like a story. So what's the problem with the status quo you assume? It's off the page. If you assume too much, you can exclude readers. If you assume they're going to know the, na uh, the definition of a term, for example, you might exclude those readers. Um, if you assume that they believe in God, for example, then you're going to exclude all the readers who don't believe in God. Um, so it's okay to make these assumptions, but you are making them. We're always making them. Right, And so consider the ways that um, you might exclude readers, in particular with knowledge and culture. And then you can also bore readers if you have too much status quo. If you're creating a lot of status quo and it's a lot of information and world building, the reader's waiting for something to happen, right? You know these stories where nothing happens? Well, I'm going to talk quite a bit about what I mean when I say something happened. It could be something that happens in the lives of the characters. It could also be something that happens with the, the story itself, with its language, with something you're doing with structure, maybe even ways that you're playing with the assumptions that are off the page. So um, keep in mind that status quo you assume can exclude readers and status quo you create can bore readers with too much information. Um, all right, so we're going to have three sessions following this intro. Um, the first is called Habit and the Ordinary. And in this session, we're going to talk about uh, ways to create uh, an, a, a status quo on the page that feels alive. That might even be fun to read. And um, and then the breaking of that status quo and what that narrative function might be, whether it be in the beginning of a story, the climax of a story. What is the breaking of status quo doing for your narrative structure? Chapter two is going to be about a particular type of breaking status quo, and that is when through an act of will, a character resists it. I love these kind of stories, so I talk about it all the time. Um, and then finally, in uh, chapter three, session three, we're going to talk about sanctuary. This is a particular way of breaking status quo in which a, a character whose life is full of trouble, when trouble becomes routine, when trouble becomes expected, what if you pull that trouble away and give them a moment where they feel safe? What can happen emotionally for that character in, in, in a sanctuary that cannot happen in the routine of trouble. We're always told to make a lot of trouble on the page, but what if you pull it away? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explore that in session three. So those are the three sessions. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you to the Manuscript Academy for inviting me. I hope that you have fun. I want to empower you. That is why I'm here. I love doing this because I love seeing what comes out in people's writing as a result. And so I'm very much looking forward to the Q&A session and to the critique session so I get to see little bits of your stuff. All right. Thank you and onward. Bye.